All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Rob Cress's Root Farmist Radio. Um, I appreciate you being here. Uh, and remember, always, you can follow us on Instagram at Root Pharmacist as well as Facebook at Root Pharmacist. So this morning, I want to talk about one of my loves in life, and that's coffee. Uh, I'm sitting here. It's a Monday morning. It's We're in Michigan. It's October something or other, 15th, it looks like. And we've got that Michigan gray going on, those clouds coming over. So it is a perfect coffee morning. But to be honest with you, I am a fan of coffee any darn day of the year. It's nice on the sunny mornings. It's nice by the water. It's nice in the mountains. It's nice wherever I am. Um, I just did an Instagram post and I started with not even from my cold dead hands. And you know, that's pretty much the way I feel about my coffee, not letting go of this guy. Uh, you know, we all have our habits. We all have our vices, if you will. And uh, I can comfortably tell you that coffee is one of those things that I'll probably never give up. Now, I've attempted to and I can and I've done it. I just don't want to. You know, beyond the pick-me-up and the wake-me-up, I just love the feeling of holding that cup of coffee. I've got one in my hand right now. Uh, having it beside the yoga mat in the morning, I mean, first thing I do is uh, grab a cup of coffee and hop on the mat, and it's sitting there with me. And then we can talk about the smell. You know, what wakes you up more or better than the smell of a fresh brew coffee? Uh, I mean, I think that's half the pleasure of just walking into a coffee house. So, I've heard over the years, and you know, sometimes you can be pigeonholed with whatever you do, and people have been surprised they eat meat because supposedly meat's not bad, not good for you. Now, obviously, I'm plant slant, um, and I'm not eating a ton of meat, but no, I'm not a certainly not opposed to that because there's very healthy values in that. Well, it's the same thing with coffee, and I just heard this the other day. Someone was surprised I was a coffee drinker. Um, so, what I want to talk to you today about is some of the benefits that coffee has for us that could retain because it, it's quite amazing. So first off, let's understand what coffee is and where it comes from. Berries from the coffee tree that go into the beans and such, they are plentiful in antioxidants, a family of antioxidants known as polyphenols. Now, as you know, polyphenols or antioxidants generally, they quell free radicals, right? So free radicals attack our cells. Now, you might hear of superfoods like a berry and stuff like that where they've got, you know, this abundant amount of uh, polyphenols to them. But what I want to keep you – want you to keep in mind, the average coffee drinker is going to consume a lot more coffee than they are going to be any other person that's going to be, you know, in a berry or something like that. So really pound for pound or really in a daily basis – Coffee is probably a primary source of most people's antioxidants, which is not a bad thing. It's a very good thing. Um, we're in October right now. So let's talk about Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, consumption of caffeinated coffee, not decaf, has shown to have a protective effect on postmenopausal breast cancer risk. So there's a benefit right there. Um, in the realm of cancers, there's actually extensive research that coffee consumption is associated with a modest reduction of cancer at any site. How about cognition? This is a big one. You know, we're at a time in life right now where it's like uh, cognitive decline, Alzheimer's and all this stuff. It's like a medical tsunami. You know, what are we looking at? We, and there's a lot of issues we can see why it's happening. Although coffee consumption is consistently associated with lower rates of age-related cognitive decline, 
when I say age-related cognitive decline, um, that's basically you know cognitive decline that comes with age. The problem with this is that it always goes off of the average. And the average person in our society is not generally abundant in health. So we need to look at this. Diabetes, increasing your coffee intake results in lower risk of type 2 diabetes, even if it's decaf. Now, with this one, I do caution you on the flavorings. We could say a lot about coffee you know, creamers and flavor creamers. Um, some of the most common ones out there off the grocery store shelves and probably what's coming off in your coffee houses have a lot of junk in them. Sugar and corn syrup, both of these can increase the risk of uh, insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes, as well as hydrogenated oils, you know, along with inflammation with both of these. So I want you to keep in mind with that. If we talk about the heart, you know, let's talk about inflammation actually real quick. Um, after abstaining from coffee for a month, habitual coffee drinkers were given four cups a day for the second month and eight cups a day for the third. Markers of subclinical inflammation all dropped and HDL cholesterol increased with coffee consumption. So we're seeing it has a positive effect on inflammation. And let's talk about the HDL and the LDL of coffee, you know, or I'm sorry, of the body. You know, cholesterol is not a bad thing. Cholesterol is a good thing. We need it. The HDL and the LDL are both transporters. So the LDL actually takes fat-soluble nutrients and vitamins basically to the cells. HDL comes in and cleans it up and removes it so it doesn't get oxidized. That's very important. But remember, also, coffee is a wonderful antioxidant. A heart disease and endothelial function. Um, the polyphenols improve endothelial function after glucose loading in men ameliorate the endothelial dysfunction that normally flows with the meal and prevent the hyperglycemia associated with the endothelial dysfunction oxidative stress. So let's talk about oxidative stress. Research has shown women with higher caffeine intakes via coffee and tea, so we're bringing tea into this conversation, show evidence of lower oxidative stress, less DNA damage, and a greater capacity for DNA repair. You know, the list really goes on. Um, talk one more. You know, uh, cognitive function, talk to that, plays a role. It actually, aside from uh, lowering chances of age-related cognitive decline, um, it boosts executive function and, and working memory. So, you know, studying for a test, getting up in the morning, getting the brain rolling, it works. Great for workouts, whether it's endurance, high-intensity interval training, sprinting, one of my favorites, um, resistance training, or really anything. A cup or two of coffee before your workout can improve performance. So, um, you know, there you go. I just wanted to give you a bunch. I wanted to de-vilify some of the belief factors around coffee. Um, you know, I kind of started the saying I'm just a huge coffee fan. It's not like I drink a ton, but it certainly is one of those things that uh, you will not see me letting go of any too soon, anytime too soon. So anyway, thank you so much for tuning in again. Um, if you've got a cup of, cup of coffee in your hand like I do, raising it to you, cheers. Once again, visit us on Instagram at uh, Root Pharmacist as well as Facebook at Root Pharmacist and have a wonderful day. Thanks so much.